Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Homeschooling has become a reality uh, for many of you. Uh, How are you getting on with it? Uh, It's fair to say that a lot of parents have a newfound respect for teachers after trying to teach their little ones themselves in the sitting room. Schools are to remain closed until at least the 19th of April. But we have some tips to stop you tearing your hair out uh, this morning. I'm joined on the line by two good friends of the Limerick Today Show, Principal of St. Joseph's National School in Ballybrown, Joe Lyons, and Mum Trish Lahan, who homeschools her kids during the summer anyway. So you're both very welcome. Good morning to you. Um, so, uh, Trish, um, you were a bit ahead of the game on this then, if it was something that you had done in the past. So what would you say to parents who haven't homeschooled before and might be struggling with it now? Well, I know it sounds like a tyrant, um, you know, homeschooling them during the summer. Um, the reason why I do that is... I find when the girls are going back to school in September, um, I just find it really difficult to try and get their heads down and try and get them back into the routine. So I do maybe two, three days a week where they write a diary or we do reading books or we'll do art and craft or something kind of structured around the school system. Just to try and when they get in, back into September that it's not you know, this mad shock of we have to get back into homework and start working again. Their brains are still functioning. So how do you uh, structure it, Trish? Um, it's it's actually quite, I suppose it's kind of it's kind of easy in a way now at this stage. Um, in the school system that we have out here in Cracklow, they have this system called um, Accelerated Reading. So they get um, a word count for every book that they read and they do um, quizzes on it. So it's just read, 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 read. Um, get as many books into them as you can. Um, and as well as that, then, um, I'm the big fan of YouTube when it comes to, like, um, listening to Irish and trying to get them. There's, there's loads of little clips on how to have normal, colloquial kind of conversations in Irish and just let them listen to it over and over again. Um, and they can be doing art while they're doing that. Um I just don't like the idea of, you know, spending the whole summer, you know, watching the TV and turning them into, you know, zombies. But um, what I've been doing now here is I'm letting the kids wake up when they wake up because this whole this whole situation is really, really stressful on their little heads. I have a nine and ten year old. They know enough to get stressed about it. Um, so I'm letting them wake up when they wake up. And if we can get two, three hours done during the day and they take their breaks when they want to, they go outside when they want to, um, just to try and keep things as normal and as kind of not as rigid as possible, but just try and keep some structure. Um, And how many questions are they asking you about the coronavirus uh, and what sort of questions? I think they're telling me stuff about it, to be honest. (laughs) Um, But they're, they're kind of, they're asking me questions about their their nana mostly. Um, you know, is nana okay or what happened? Did nana get sick or you know, those kind of questions. They're being they're they're quite logical about it, saying, Well, I can't meet my friends and they're um a couple of the mums now have got together and a couple of times a week we're doing um a video chat with a few of their friends. Now they were on for about two hours the other night, four of them. And 
they had great crack at doing this, but they, they seem to they seem to know what's going on, but they seem to be very concerned about their nana. Yeah. Uh, and what do you say to reassure them? Well, they, we, we called up to Nana um, last two week, last week and we did her shop and when we went into the house, we washed hands, there was no hugging. I just said, listen, Nana, Nana has a condition, Nana needs to be careful, let's just look after Nana here and she'll be fine. And every day when, when, when my mum rings, I make sure that the girls listen to mum and say, hi, how are you? Everything's grand. Yeah, are you okay? Everything's fine. And they seem to be okay now. But yeah, at the start, they were very panicked about my mum. Yes, of course. Well, we're chatting to Trish Lehan and uh, to Joe Lyons. And uh, Joe, you're way too much of a gentleman probably to say this, but I'm sure you and your colleagues are quietly smiling to yourself now that uh, the rest of us are beginning to understand what it's like to control even small numbers of our own children, not to mention big classes. Uh, yes, indeed. I suppose it's it's, a, it's an eye-opener for everybody. I have to say that um, these are unprecedented times and any teacher I've spoken to, they're all, they've all said to me, well, I hope to God we're back at school on the 20th of April because everybody wants normality and we want routine. Of course. Uh, so what advice would you give to parents um, from the pro's perspective? I'm making it oh. sound like Ronaldo or, or, or Messi here or something. <laughs> I wish, I wish I were paid like Ronaldo. You know? <laughs> That's all. Don't we all? Believe it or not, Joe, I'm not. But, you know, I was listening to Trish there, and everything she's saying is so grounded and so practical. There's one thing that struck me, though, and she touched upon it as well, about social media and about how children are listening to all the stuff about COVID-19. And children, children are like sponges, and they'll pick up on things. And, you know, children suffer from huge levels of anxiety as well. And I suppose what Trish is doing, she's keeping it in perspective. And children are listening to things. And we don't want children to become, you know, over-anxious about this because obviously all parents are taking every possible precaution. But I do know that children nowadays, you see, are on social media. And it's something I've said so often. The age of digital consent for social media in this country is actually 16. Now, with parental consent, is 13. But, you know, there are children getting smartphones and social media it can be brilliant. It can be great for them keeping in touch with their pals. But, you know, um, sometimes children aren't emotionally ready for what social media can provide them with. Um, I suppose on a practical level about uh, the school situation and what you're missing out on, what Trish said as well, they, you know, the book companies and so on are, are making resources available online. And I think most schools nowadays are sharing these with their with their with with the parents. And, for instance, I know that... Um, Nine o'clock every day, Joe Wicks is on YouTube and loads of families have said to me, that's what we start the day with. 11 a.m., David Walliams, world of David Walliams, David Walliams read the story every day. There are just all kinds of wonderful things there that the parents can log on to. I know that lots of schools now have done homework packs and they've either done actual packs that children took home with them the day the school closed, or they've done packs that they've put up online. Or maybe, for instance, I know that, that a lot of classes nowadays have this class dojo so the teacher can communicate with every child and send them homework to keep them going and deal with the different, um, deal with the different subject areas.
Yeah. Uh, I mean, Trish, you know, that's a great point that Joe makes about the positives of social media and technology. And you mentioned the way that the kids can stay in touch with their pals when the, the mum set up those uh, calls and some of the other resources that are available online. And uh, I know Kyle, who we've had in this um, studio quite a, a bit and uh, has performed at the bell table. He's a children's entertainer and he's actually based in Meath, but uh, he's doing uh, daily sing-alongs as well. And people are um, tuning into that from Limerick and around the country. So a lot of people are thinking outside the box. Um, but how do you balance that with the downside of too much information coming at your kids? I suppose you just need to keep one eye on on trying to run a house and one eye on what the kids are trying to do. Um, there is there is a lot of stuff out there that you don't want them knowing, but they're going to find out anyway. So if if they do come across it, it's just a case of being really calm, keeping the tone the same, and just saying, "Listen, there's some crazy people out there. Just don't don't buy into the craziness. We're doing everything that we can." And they they seem to be quite they seem to be quite okay about this. Um, now at the start, um, I had a little girl who was actually out out sick with a sore throat when when we got the news that the school was closing down, and I was doing the ironing and, and she came in to me and I went there with the clips to the schools are after closing down, and I have never seen anyone dance as much in my entire life. She suddenly became very well very quickly. But, um, <laughs> Um, but see, I have to admit they they are they are getting bored, and it is kind of a struggle at the moment. But the if you keep an eye on little things like Edinburgh Zoo now have their live cats in all the little baby areas, so you can log on to those and see the little baby elephants and the baby monkeys and stuff like that. And there is great resources out there, but it's it's just a case of literally when the lads are going to bed go through your phone and people are giving brilliant tips online at the moment. My Irish is awful. So my way of doing it is go onto YouTube and listen to the Grail Gores do it because there's no point in me trying to do it. Um, but yeah. just try and keep their brains moving because you're not going to teach them at home. It's very hard to teach them at home. They're not going to learn new stuff and the way you're doing it isn't exactly the way their teacher is doing it. But as long as you keep the brains moving when they do go back it won't be a struggle. Uh, tell me now, what would your advice be for me, Trish? I, I was locked in a battle with my three-year-old this morning um, uh, about whether he could have a shower or not. And it became a real battle of wills because time was a problem. Obviously, there's tension everywhere. It's just a natural reaction um, at the moment. He's picking up on that tension. I'm arguing with him about this. He is obviously looking at me going you know you're an irrational idiot I'm saying to him listen there, there, there's a line here you can't cross it whether I was right or wrong that's the line I decided to draw and couldn't let him pass it so you know there was a degree of pandemonium and afterwards I wondered was I right or was I wrong or where is the line when it comes to reasonable discipline versus giving kids the space well, you're a great man to take on a row with a three-year-old. Yeah, I discovered that about halfway through it. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have done that one. Um, yeah, it's, do you know what? It's routine. It's all about routine. And if you do, if, if showers is what you do in the morning, it's just a case of routine, 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 and allow an extra bit of time to try and get over that. Um, 
that head-on collision that's every morning. And eventually, when they see that they're not getting any leeway on this, it just happens. It takes time, but it happens. Um, I one daughter who would eat a book every day. I have another daughter that I nearly have to facilitate the book to her hands to, to get her to read. But it's taken it's taken 